0: how you can change the past but also how the future pulls more strongly than the past pushes how often have you heard someone say we can't change the past not so with the big picture perspective how can this be well remember probabilities just as there are probable futures so there are probable pasts at this moment now you associate with the past that you remember But that past is only one of a number of probable pasts that different versions of you, your probable selves, experienced. It is true that the past you remember is the one that has the greatest effect on you right now. You have strong electromagnetic connections to it by virtue of remembering it and thinking about it. But when you start to focus on a different future, then with your thoughts, you set up even stronger electromagnetic connections with that future and the past that it is most closely associated with. Now, as an example, let's assume that you run a small business. Let's assume that there are other probable yous who became, respectively, a songwriter, a publisher, an actor, an athlete, and a scientist. Now, suppose you decide you want to switch from running your small business to becoming a scientist, and you begin to focus on that intensively each day. Now, the past you remember as a business manager still remains. However, the past with which you now become most closely associated with is one that you, the business person, did not originally experience and do not now remember. The past of you, the scientist, now affects you more than the past you remember. Now, in effect, you're not really changing the past that you, the business person, remembers. Rather, from the present, you're setting up a stronger electromagnetic connection to a different past, one you don't remember. Now, that past, in this case, the past of you, the scientist, is one that now influences you most in the present, so you have, quote-unquote, changed the past you are most closely associated with and influenced by. As you focus more on you, the scientist, and take actions based on the belief you can become a scientist, you will build a stronger electromagnetic tie to the future you, the scientist, and to the past that you, the scientist, remembers. You will tune in to that past more strongly than to the one you remember. This helps activate the skills that you the scientist has already developed. Now the wonderful positive part of this is for anything you may have wanted to do in your life, anything that may have been a recurring impulse, there very likely is a probable you doing it uh, now, in the past, and in the future. That means you'll have a head start in developing those skills and it will be much easier for you to develop them than it would be for the average person because these skills are already a part of you. Remember, your probable selves are part of you. But there's also another extremely positive aspect of this that relates to any event in the past which greatly disturb you, including one where you may not have acted in the way you might wish you did. In your mind, using your imagination, you can replace it with a different event, one where you did act in the way you would want to. If you do this with a great deal of intensity, with vivid emotion, strongly feeling it as Lynn Grabhorn emphasized in her book, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, and if you repeat it many times, then the event you are imagining so strongly becomes a probable event, which does in fact now happen in a probable past even though it's not the event in the probable past that you originally experienced and remember. Now, Seth makes the point that if you do this with enough emotional power, the new probable event will also affect other people associated with the original event, though they are free to reject your version if they choose. So the point is many non-physical events can have just as much or more validity than events which we experience physically. Right now, with our thoughts and feelings, we're laying the groundwork for probable futures, but we can just as easily affect the past. Now let us address the concept that the future pulls more strongly than the past pushes. The force is with you. While playing this earth game with the limits and root assumptions we've accepted, we tend to think that we are chained to the one past that we remember. We see it as exerting tremendous influence on what we can do in the future, setting limits. We tend to think of the future as not having any effect on us because we don't think of it as existing yet. With the big picture perspective though, we know that the futures, pasts, and presents all exist at once, even though it appears otherwise. With that realization, it's logical to conclude that the pull of our future selves is a stronger influence on us than the, push of past selves. <laughs> than the push of past selves. Why? Okay, well, our future selves are that much closer to gathering all the gifts of co-creation that we bring back to the ultimate creator. It stands to reason they'd be much more concerned about helping us here and now selves move in the directions that allow us to experience them, than some past selves who really wouldn't care that much because they've, quote, already been experienced and they don't have the, quote, larger perspective or benefit of hindsight that the future selves have. When we focus on something we want to do or become, we are usually focusing on the future, not the past. It's true we get the advantage of the accumulated talents from that past, But the strong emotional bonds are with the future selves we are envisioning and wanting to become. So think what great news that is for all of us. We're not bound by the past the way we think we are. Instead of a tether, the past becomes a launching pad, and we can target any future from that launching pad. We can set up strong ties to those futures with our thoughts, feelings, and intentions those ties will exert far greater force on bringing us into those futures than the past will tether us to more limited, less exciting, less rewarding futures. Now, if you want to become a pilot and have had no training, the future you who is a pilot will exert more influence on helping you get there than a past you without training will prevent you from getting there. The future you who is a songwriter will draw you to that future with much more power than the you of the past, who never wrote a song, will hold you back. Whatever you want to do, the force is with you, the force of the future. This also explains why and how, at any moment, you can start to create a future for yourself that is not related to your past. It's as simple as making a sharp turn with your focus. Again, with your focus. Your intersection with all realities, remember, is the present moment point. What you decide to focus on at this moment need not be connected with your past. You're free to choose and co-create any of those numerous futures already out there waiting for you. So if you've had a past that you're not proud of, even perhaps one in which you've done many things you now consider horrible or even unthinkable, Remember, you need not hold your present self prisoner to those actions. You can release their effect on you by focusing away from them. You can focus instead on bright new futures where you act in ways you consider wonderful. Put some intensity into those new thoughts and you'll attract the energy you need to make them a reality. Now, these understandings about the uh, past and the future uh, give you a, a kind of a greater understanding of the concept that great changes can be made quickly. Quantum leaps, they are called. Just as we can accelerate development of individual skills, so groups of us can accelerate development of new attitudes, new perspectives, new cultures, and new countries. The power of the group intensifies and amplifies as more join and focus on the same kind of future. When hundreds or even thousands of us focus mechanisms, that's what we are, focus mechanisms, start to focus on the same thing, it's like the power of a laser, much more powerful than the sum of its parts. That makes the quantum leaps possible. Now, from the larger perspective, those leaps really aren't all that quantum because we're only leaping to a future that's already there. We might skip a century or two, but that's really akin to taking a longer hop, that's all. Our awareness has to land somewhere. Why not on a great future that's five centuries out in most probabilities? We can skip the intervening centuries if they're not all that pleasant or conducive to growth and make that future our tomorrow. Do we want a world where the dominant driving forces are healing one another, showing affection, creating beautiful works of art and songs of great joy, rejoicing in others' triumphs, and extending our own energy force fields to join lovingly with other aspects of creation, including all other species, sound like it's centuries away? Well, not with a big picture perspective. It's out there right now. And as co-creators of what we experience, if enough of us focus on that future now, we can draw it in quickly. Maybe next week. Maybe next year. Maybe in 10 years but not in centuries. Now, Joe McMonigal, in his book, The Ultimate Time Machine, alluded to that possibility when he talks about the Verne effect, referring to the visions of Jules Verne and how they might have affected the development of submarines in our century. Do you want a world where there's universal abundance? Where you don't have to go to sleep each night knowing that thousands of your fellow humans will die of starvation? or exposure to the elements, or who are being persecuted, where you don't have to think about the thousands of political prisoners who rot in jail cells in many parts of the world just because they dare to speak up to a dictator, where you don't have to think about young kids turned into sex slaves by hardened criminals, where there are no hardened criminals, where there are not millions of children growing up without love from a parent or anyone else, where you don't have to read about villagers in mountain towns in Central and South America getting their throats slashed because they're caught up in someone else's battles over land and power. Well, all you have to do is focus and then take some action that shows you have faith such a reality will come about. And if enough of us focus on a world where each of us respects the other, knows that each person is a part of God here to play the creation game and bring back gifts to the ultimate creator. And where each of us starts each day with an affirmation that we will draw loving energy and abundance from the universe, amplify it and spread it around to any creature who can use it. And that's a creature that human or of another species, spread it around to any creature who can use it, we may well be surprised at how quickly we create a new world totally unlike the one we experience today. Well, that concludes our discussion of probable pasts and futures and quantum leaps. And in our next session, we'll talk about more positive aspects of the big picture perspective. Again, I'm Dan McEnany, bringing you lessons from the helpful dead.